listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I am Faith. Faith, do we have any patrons to thank? We have some amazingly fantabulous patrons i think fantabulous let's hear fantabulous and fantastical tolomolitist i i i wasn't sure you would be able to end that word but you pulled it out in the end and i'm really pleased <laughs> um fantabulous people will will you're awesome you are a patron as of 1 21 p.m today will thank you, you are not a pill yep allison k allison k is going my way fantastic january 29th it's been a while sorry we are thanking you now but we have appreciated you all this time ross a or ross a ross a or ross a let's go outside and play there you go riley t or riley tm you know who you are and you're and you're fun and i like the name riley it's nice riley t is a busy bee yep and trevor b can't rhyme that one with B. <laughs> Good thing I used that already. Rhyme it with Trevor. What rhymes with Trevor? I got one. Go. Lever. Make a little rhyme for Trevor. Trevor, Trevor. With a fulcrum and a lever. Okay. How was that? A Good fulcrum enough? and a lever. Yeah. yeah. Good. Because I feel like Trevor has both of those things. Mm-hmm. But only Trevor knows for sure so we really appreciate you guys following us that is fantastic and uh we are really appreciate it it's, it's like great. literally life affirming we really really do appreciate yeah. it do you know that kath has said that this podcast is the best thing she's ever done in, with her life this is true i have and it just occurred to me that if anyone is listening who does not like this podcast very much they think horrible things about me now. <laughs> I agree that I think this is, might also be the best thing I've ever done with my life. It's literally the greatest thing. Like, and I've done some good things, too. But, yeah, this is this is it. And yeah. it's for you guys. And thank you for giving us this opportunity. Yeah. No joke. Once I, in a lifetime. Can I just say one quick thing, and we're not going to belabor this point? But I do want to... I do feel like our fans and the people who listen... Um, and who have been listening for years do owe, are owed a little bit of an explanation. So in one year, one year, I have managed to pack in a legal battle and three gender-affirming surgeries with varying levels of recovery time. And that's been a lot. And mm-hmm. that's been taking up a lot of my emotional capacity. And it's been really hard. Uh, I've been, it's been hard to keep myself going and to keep myself kind of afloat. And so doing the podcast also kind of takes up that same psychic energy Mm -hmm. that I'm using to take care of myself. And I had stretched myself way, way too thin. Mm. And so that's kind of why we, I, I kind of... As much as Kath wanted to keep doing weekly episodes, I was the one who had to be like, can we please... Dig a break and just let me get through this year. You were dealing with stuff. You are dealing I'm with I'm still stuff. dealing with stuff and I still want to record because I love our people and I love our audience and 
I don't want to leave you guys hanging. Mm -hmm. But I also just want to give you it straight and just say, you know. Here's why we left here's you hanging. Here's why. Here's why we left you hanging. And it's not because we are we don't give a shit. It's it's because. We constantly give a shit. We constantly give a shit. Multiple and, times And I've been like bugging cats to record. And then we sit down to record. And I'm like, I can't deal with this. Mm. And so. I just want you to know, it's, this has been a really hard, I've had three, I have three surgeries scheduled, literally, I say within a year, but it's actually within the span of nine months. So it's like one surgery, three months, six surgery, then six months surgery. So that's nine months, which is a lot to pack in. If this was back surgery, it's a lot to pack in, but this Mm. is like major life-changing gender affirming a surgery, Mm. which is even harder. As you all know. As you all know, as many of you have been through this. And I I packed mine very tightly, mm. and um, maybe I didn't need to do that. Maybe a little too tight. But that is how it worked out. It wasn't supposed to be that tight, but the legal battle kept pushing back my FFS oh, that's date. Right. Yeah, I had a legal battle. You've heard about it. Uh, If you haven't, listen to our previous episodes. Link down below. Um, I had a legal battle, and that because of the legal battle and the back and forth with my insurance company, my surgery date kept getting pushed back and back and back and back to the point where it was as far back as it could possibly go. Mm -hmm. Like borderline, like you talk to your surgeon, like it's okay to get another surgery in a few months. Yeah, it's fine. My surgeon, my um, my my breast dog surgeon. Mm -hmm. Signed off on it. She was fine. Mm. It was. It was literally like. But I think they close. said. I think they said like they don't want surgeries any more than any less than three months apart. And That's it was fair. like. And it was like eighty nine days. <laughs> <laughs> but again, they signed off on it, mm. and they knew this. And and I I did go to them and say, yeah, kosher, and they were like, kosher, 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 totally kosher, honey. Have another pickle. So, and you know, my role here is, uh, which I'm glad to have, is to support you through this, through she's been awesome, your life, and through the surgeries, and through the podcast, mm-hmm. and our and our team, our listeners, our our amazing patrons. But it is also sort of my role to bust your chops. Yeah, and at this point, I feel it is necessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To point out all the privilege of the surgeries that everyone is dying to get. And you got them. You just got them all at once. And it is a lot. I did. And I I do recognize that there is a lot of privilege. I remember literally ages ago, probably 15 years ago, sitting on the subway on my commute in the morning and writing out like transition plan ideas Mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm. in like 2002. With the idea of, like, what these surgeries are going to be and what they were going to cost. Mm-hmm. With, like, the notion that I didn't know how the fuck I was ever going to pay for them. Yep. And and that you were, you are lucky that you are able I'm to lucky. get this relatively speedy, uh, able to schedule surgeries American thing. And this relatively lucky, able to have insurance pay for Relatively your surgeries. Relatively speedy. I will say there was an, a year and a half waiting list on the GRS. Yeah, so I'm thinking of the struggles that our friends in the UK have where they're going to yeah. have it paid for, but they're on these waiting lists. Versus yeah. the struggle our friends in America have where, yeah, you can set that up sometime this year. We'll look at the calendar and get it started, but they're not sure who's going to pay for it. Yeah. So you... No, I did luck when? out. I lucked out a lot. And, and, <laughs> and I again, don't want to make you feel bad about this, but I'm thinking about our listeners. And, and again, I only I was only able to win legal battle because of 
I was lucky that, you know, I didn't do anything really on this. I filled out some forms and, and did a deposition for mm-hmm. this legal fight. Community Service Society of New York mm-hmm. um, does pro bono work and they helped me out a lot. And the staff at um, Mount Sinai mm. who were phenomenal. I sent everyone involved in this thank you notes. Did you? I did. I sent them thank you cards. That's awesome. Um, Because I was so appreciative. Yeah. And... uh. So I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. Again, this was not all my strength. It was a lot of my emotional burden, but mm-hmm. it wasn't all my effort. Certainly not not even remotely. Link down below to those awesome resources. If you're not in New York, they might be able to help you find someone similar around you. But yeah, at any rate, that's where we've been. Mm-hmm. And that's where we'll be. Like, there's another one coming up. I, I want to say we'll be back to weekly. We're not. Like, right now, we're just not. And that's just and how I, it is. And I love Gender Rebels, and we both do. And this is obviously, like we said, something that that is kind of like the biggest thing we've ever done in our Literally life. And the, the best thing we've ever done in our life. Yeah. And and because of that. Hope you like it. And we base that <laughs> on the number of people who write to us who say, thank you for doing this, or, or you really helped me, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not saying that based on our own egos. Um, also I'm a terrible person. So the fact that I have at least one good thing in the column might get me into heaven one day. We'll We'll, see. We'll get to that terrible person thing in a bit. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I just want to say that's where we are. And we are, I I do want to gear back up at some point. I just need to kind of have the emotional spoons Mm -hmm. to do that. And Mm -hmm. I've got my other surgery coming up in about three months yeah mm. a little less than three months <laughs> almost exactly three months i'm not sure how it is but that's coming up very fast and you're That'll... gonna get through that and then we're gonna, we're gonna get through that and then the maybe i'll side. be done and like what the hell so mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where we are which brings us to our question for the day yeah did you like birds of prey because i loved it i absolutely loved it what's birds of prey birds of prey and the fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. It is a the Harley Quinn movie. I loved it. I saw it Sunday. I loved it. Did you like How? Academy Award winner Parasite? Yeah, she saw Academy Award winner Parasite at the theater while it won the Academy Award. Y'all, I have a superpower. We, we went and saw different movies on Sunday. <laughs> same theater. at the same theater, <laughs> but we went at different times. I had a five twenty Birds of Prey. She had a. Nine o'clock parasite. Yeah. But I loved Birds of Prey. How awesome. Just from a queer point of view, the fact that there could be a movie starring five (laughs) women, three of whom are people of color and two of whom are queer or two of whom are the characters are queer was just awesome. Hey, sorry, real quick. I can't quite remember. So um, did Birds of Prey get the best picture? We'll find out in March (laughs) (laughs) because it was released in February of 2020. So it's not eligible until the 2021 Oscars. Okay, cool. So we're going to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. But it probably wouldn't be a historical first of like the best picture of a foreign I don't know. film. I don't no, know. No? I don't know yet. I mean, well, was it in Let's English? Let's talk in I a year. My Let's talk in a year. <laughs> Let's talk in a year. <laughs> Y'all, see we'll Parasite. See. Freaky. Really cool. Because it did have an Asian American director, I believe. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. That might be a first, actually, for best picture. <laughs> if Y'all, it does win. I got a question. Yeah. What's your question? I got a question for you, but mostly for our listeners. Uh-huh. Um, everyone listening is, or I, I'm guessing, knows a trans person and knows the struggle and the difficulty 
that goes along with it. And that's just like your day-to-day burden. And people cope with it in different ways. And a lot of that burden is how our culture treats you. But also like the pain. The physical pain of surgeries. Or, I don't know, tucking, binding. Um, the hassle. The, the, the uncertainty. The risk. The danger walking down the street. And people cope with it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question for you faith is why do you want to be a scam artist why do you want to be a con artist why is why is this so appealing to you i'm fascinated by grifters grifter and you grifters. want to be a grifter when you i really grow up. want to be a grifter when i grow up y'all listen carefully i have ethics yeah and i am nice to people and i want the world to be like me but there are bad people out there. So I do want to make it clear to our listeners that the grifting that Faith has in mind isn't going to be to you or to poor people or to nice people. No, if I had a, if I had to pick, I would grift on rich people. Let's talk about your grifts. So, okay. I and have always inspires you? I've always wanted to be a grifter. As soon as I learned what grifting was, grifting is like con artistry. It is it's all those old cons. Like if you saw the Sting or Matchstick Men or the Grifters um, with Angelica Houston. Is that the one with uh, John Cusack? I yeah, think it is. So, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another one. Uh, I think there's one where Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love Hewitt are a grifting oh, mother-daughter um, mother team. Daughter thing. Yeah. yeah. Did you like um? Uh, what was that Kevin Spacey one? Probably suspects. That wasn't a a grifter. No, that was kind of a. That's a caper movie. A little different. Okay. So grifters, uh, generally confidence artists. Con artists comes from confidence, Mm -hmm. meaning they tend to get you to put their confidence in them. Mm. They get you to trust them, and then they convince you to hand their money, hand your money over to them. And And a part of me just I admire it because you're kind of outsmarting people. Okay. If you're just sticking a gun in someone's face and saying, give me your money, Mm -hmm. that doesn't take any finesse or skill or, like, intelligence. But it is effective and saves you time. Incredibly effective. (laughs) I want to believe. Um, But, actually, I think con artistry, you could probably get way more money and do way less time if you get caught than if you stick a gun in someone's face. Hmm. But, um, if you rob a gas station with a gun... You're not only committing robbery, probably kidnapping Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Plus, using a gun in the commission of a felony is probably an extra 10 years on top of that. So you're looking at, you're looking at probably 25 to 50 years that they're going to throw at you. And the DA is going to try to make a deal. If you're a con artist and you have no idea, we have no idea. And if you're a con artist (laughs) and you're just convincing people to give you, give you their money, you're probably going to get like, Six years in, like, a federal summer camp. So this all... Again, I'm not a lawyer. I have no No clue what you're talking about. So this all started. didn't all start, but sort of developed into a beautiful blossom. Came to fruition, if you will, with not Anna Delvey exactly, but the outfit Anna Delvey wore to court. A.K.A. Anna Sorokin, A.K.A. the air, fake heiress. Was it wannabe heiress? She was in the, the headlines. Yeah. Of that? 
Anna, Give Anna like Sorkin, Anna Delvey, yeah. she uh, basically was a grifter in New York, mm-hmm. confidence artist. She convinced people that she was an heiress, a German heiress, mm-hmm. worth millions. Mm-hmm. Stayed in a bunch of hotels. Lived in hotels. Lived in hotels. Expensive hotels. Had expensive dinners, etc., etc. Got, I think she got some investor money. Did she get investor money? I mean, so... For her the, foundation? Her deal, her story mm-hmm. was, she's this heiress, she lives in this fancy hotel in this fancy neighborhood in Manhattan, um, eats in restaurants, gets goes to spas, hires personal trainers, goes shopping, and was hoping to start an arts foundation, and was talking to people about that, but I feel like that was just sort of her cover. Yeah. She didn't really put forth a good pitch for that no she pretty much I think just it was mostly credit card fraud. she made, she pretty much just did credit card fraud and yeah. then and then would convince people she was rich and be like can you pay for dinner and i'll pay you back my wire from switzerland didn't come mm-hmm. through kind of a problem sh- with the bank yeah this card i didn't call and now I'm international and my card is frozen. Can you get this and I'll yeah. pay you back? So a lot of that. And so I had seen her uh, photos of her when she was in court. Um, and she looked stylish. And she, she was, was very in stylish. All in every, black. There was one particular black dress that I really loved. And we're going to have that. That's going to be the picture of this episode. We'll find the image. Yeah. And I I loved that dress. And so that kind of got me interested in her. And because I also like grifters, I've always enjoyed grifters. Uh, and I've read up on confidence schemes. There's a Wikipedia page that lists like every confidence scheme. Um, it's actually good to read because then you can kind of see the, the hints in case you're ever played. Yeah, there's like things like this Spanish prisoner, there's cake drops, there's different things. And uh, Kath and I, our first podcast we did, mm-hmm. uh, those of you who are patrons can find these episodes, was called Fool Me Once. And mm-hmm. we were going to go through all these cons and, and scams we and things. We did an episode on Ponzi, the guy who originated mm-hmm. the Ponzi Charles scheme. Charles Ponzi. We did an episode on selling the Brooklyn Bridge. Yep. Did we only do two episodes? No, we also did an episode, I think, on the Spanish prisoner which is also the Nigerian uh, prince. Nigerian prince, which is the same as Spanish prisoner, okay. which is also sometimes called advanced fee fraud. Yes. Which is someone says, "I've got a million dollars, and I just need your help need getting it processed. It. Mm-hmm. And so, if you give me two hundred dollars, you can have a cut of this." No, uh, the deal is million I'm dollars. Transfer a million to your account. You can transfer five hundred thousand to me. That's different. Oh, that's that is? that's a that's a check fraud thing. Okay. Um, that is, is often a Western Union scam. Yeah. Uh, a Spanish, the Spanish prisoner, which is also the Nigerian prince, is, I have a huge treasure. It's called the Spanish prisoner because this, this con literally originated in like Europe in like the 1700s. Mm-hmm. And the original story was, was that a, there a was prince. a, there was a famous prince, very, very rich, who knew of a treasure, and he was in prison in Spain. 
And if you could just pay a little bit of money towards his legal fees, we can get him out and get, find the treasure, mm-hmm. and then you get your share of the treasure. You get part of the treasure. And so if you've probably gotten the email from the Nigerian prince, which is, I'm a Nigerian prince, I have $500 million stashed in various bank accounts. If you just send me $5,000 to cover the wire transfer, I'll transfer it to your account, and you keep 10% of it. If you haven't received this email, check your spam folder. It's there. It was bigger in like 2005, I think. I think I think email filters have filtered it out a lot. Honestly, but I don't know. There's a lot of... A bank in the UK actually fell, fell for it to the tune of like, like $20 million yeah. that they kept forwarding to this guy. Yep, yep. And so it's... It's like, uh, anyway, there's all these scams. I love these scams. And a part of me has always, uh, wanted to run one. Mm-hmm. There's actually a thing I mentioned cake drops. What's um, a cake drop? A cake drop is where you, it comes from, the name comes from you're carrying a cake. It could also be a bottle of liquor. It could be sometimes, uh, it's called a spec drop when you have glasses. Okay. And you, you're wearing your glasses. <gasps> Someone bumps into you because you set it up that they're going to bump into you. Mm-hmm. You drop the cake <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, my boss gave me $50 to buy this cake for the company. And mm-hmm. I don't I, I can't buy it out of my own bank account because I'm poor. And I spent I'm all the last money fire. on my I spent the last on the, my last dollar on my mom's medicine. And I'm going to get fired if I don't go back to the office with the cake. And, and can you please just help me out? Um. People do that on the New York City subway, and they often mm-hmm. do spec drops with the glasses, but they get, like, really angry and belligerent, like, they're immediately, wrong. Yeah. and they're doing it wrong. Because and... the right way to do it is just say, oh, my cake, I'm sad, I'm sad, I'm sad, yeah. and then you wait for someone to say, oh, here's 50 bucks, go get another cake. Or even, yeah, or even you can be like, you can even ask for it, but you have to play very, very sad and you can even be like, oh, my God, my boss is going to scream at me. I'm going to get fired. I'm going to, you know, oh, my God, I hope it doesn't hit me again. And, you know, you've got to. But see, one of the biggest things uh, in con artistry. So I thought about doing a cake drop. I was oh, like, geez. I thought about, just, you know, buying a cake and like doing this and seeing if I could actually pull it off. Uh, but one of the things they say about being a good con artist is that you have the con artist has to show that they trust the mark. Mm-hmm. The mark is the victim. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that they'll do and be wary of this is that if in this situation someone's like, "Here, can you hold my wallet for a second? Hold my wallet for me." It might not even be the real wallet. I'm going to go so- it's clearly not the real yeah. wallet. I'm going to go do a thing in a place <laughs> where I can't have my wallet. Will you hold it for me? Or even, no, no, or it can even be while you're picking up the cake or something. Mm-hmm. It could be, oh, can you hold my purse for a second? It's, it's because this has, this is actually one of the biggest psychological tricks you can pull on someone is to show that you trust them, mm-hmm. which kind of in a psychology sense makes them instantly trust you. Because we trust each other. Obviously, you mm-hmm. wouldn't have given me your wallet or your purse or your phone or yeah. your child. If we didn't trust each other. Yeah. So that kind of, it's when you, as soon as you trust them, you let your guard down. Mm-hmm. So it's something to be aware of. So I've never done this, but I thought about like, maybe I could just buy a cake and go do a cake drop and see. Here's but the then, problem. What? 
What if you're really good at it? Yeah. But you do it to someone who is sad and needy. And the last That's... thing they need is a skilled and sexy con artist dropping a cake and taking their last 50 bucks because they think you So there's that. a few reasons I'm not going to do this. But and I'll go through those reasons. But you are, though. I'm not. Like, I'm not actually going to do it. it I think time. about it, but I'm not going to do it, and I'll go through those reasons now. One of them is the reason you use it. I would rather scam... I would rather scam Jeff Bezos. Yes. All right. If I could be sure it was some ultra-wealthy Wall Street asshole, I yeah. would say cake drop until I'll take, your head falls I off. I will scam the fuck out of Zuckerberg. All right? I will scam the fuck out of Elon Musk. Okay. And then I'll hang out with his girlfriend because she's awesome. But you, okay, and then, you'll never get near them. But, I know. So but what we need to know. Some Wall Street assholes I is could. Is who are assholes. Yeah. And you need to pinpoint so, assholes. And then what we would. So the other reason. And I'll, I'll go into some other. But that's one of the things. I would rather scam the assholes. I don't want to scam people who are victimized by society. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who are victimized by the system. Because the system is unfair and it sucks. And it is really, really bias toward the top one percent mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. the even the one percent of the one percent two i i i worry that being trans mm-hmm. makes me stand out more so okay so this is the question does a con artist have to be forgettable i think they do do they though i think they do because anna delvey wasn't forgettable and she as far as I can She's think like of. any random five foot five burnt brunette she running around. She stayed in the same hotels and scammed yeah. the same restaurants and the same people. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So that's another thing. I'm like, maybe being trans would just kind of, would, then I Then you're know. assuming you're visibly trans also. Yeah, and I don't know. Us to another let's, question. Let's hold, hold that point. Another episode. Hold that point because we'll record that in our next episode. Yeah, stay tuned. And the next thing I think is that I tend to be an introvert. Mm. And so I think you have to kind of be an extrovert mm-hmm. to be a good grifter. I wonder about that because extroverts need to be around people, which I think might translate into they care what people think about them. Mm. They want people to like them. You are actually free from that particular I burden. Am. You don't care if someone starts screaming at you, you asshole, you're trying to pull a cake drop on me. Yeah, that I just get <laughs> off the train and go to the next stop. Like, you how, know? Yeah. how hurt would your feelings be? Not, Not very. at all. Yeah. Exactly. I would be like, shoot, I screwed up the cake drop. Now, I don't know if that means an extrovert's yeah. feelings would be hurt if they were thinking of being besties with the mark. Probably not. But, like, I... I want to hear from the listeners. I want y'all to vote. Comment. Talk to us on Facebook. Tweet at us. Let us know if we could guarantee that it's a shitty Wall Street finance bro. One percenter. And we can find people like that. We have friends Mm -hmm. who work in those offices. Should Faith try this just for the fun of it? Or nah, because it's literally a crime. It is not necessarily a crime because the thing about grifting is that you should always have a plausible. The cops can't prove that you your story isn't true. Uh, Okay, but yeah, but like literally we all know and this episode is the greatest confession any cop would have ever found. Yeah, but the cops aren't going to find this episode. 
Hey, listeners, please vote on that, too. Are the cops going to find this episode? <laughs> you know, Are you going to tell them? A cake drop, you're going to get 50 bucks from some rando. No, all some right? cakes in New York. Oof. You could get 200. All right, fine. You're going to get 200 bucks from some rando. From Jonathan the tech bro. And then if you get caught doing that, you know how much you know how much the NYPD cares about 200 bucks? Nothing. Depends on what color you are. It's not like a black person is trying to steal $2.75 by hopping a subway turnstile. <laughs> it's not funny. It's actually the most fucked up thing. It is actually. Uh, New York City has a really fucked up police system. Yeah. Actually- the entire United States has a really fucked up police system. I don't support it. I support good cops because they're the only ones who could stop bad cops. But y'all need to start making that happen. At any rate, speaking of things I don't know what I'm talking yes. about. We would love to hear from you about grifts you have tried or fallen victim to. I fell victim once. I'm not proud of it. But I really wanted that apartment. She got the apartment scam. Yeah. Yeah. I should have known there were so many red flags. At any rate, should Faith become a grifter? We want to hear from you. <laughs> I hope you vote no, because I don't want her to go to prison. Because that's just going to be. I don't want to be. I don't want to go to prison at all. Because I feel like I would. I would like. I would not like anything about prison at all. No, you wouldn't like anything about prison. No, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Zero thing. Apparently, it's quite loud, and the food sucks, and you get no privacy. I don't want yeah, that that's at all. The point to I make know. people not grift. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cake drop. Anyway, cake, cake drop. You. Maybe you could start small and you could do like a cupcake drop. There you go. To a, a, can a shitty give me, child. Can anyone give me two dollars? <laughs> Let's just see how that goes. And I'll do that on Wall there. Street. I'll go down to Wall Street. Can My anyone cupcake? I need two dollars eighty cents for a cupcake. Someone will get slightly mad at me because I dropped my cupcake. <laughs> Please, two dollars eighty nine cents. Oh wait, it's New York. Five dollars eighty nine cents. <laughs> my boss will give me a dirty look if I come back without it. Don't make me charge him five dollars eighty nine cents out of my own pocket. <laughs> Please, somebody! I think that voice they would help. Would shut you up. Give you whatever money you need to please stop screaming. Oh God, Mister! You can't give me five dollars and eighty-nine cents. How am I gonna replace this cupcake? <laughs> oh, that voice alone, I think, should be winning. People it's over a, left and right. Grifting. You know what would be good? Wheels. Like a meatball sandwich drop. <laughs> No, then you'd lose a meatball sandwich. You gotta think about it. No, no, this. no. You get a cheap meatball sandwich from Subway. Put it in like a generic wrapper. Mm. And then you're like, oh no, my meatball sandwich from Vinetti's. I went all the way to, I went all the way to Ridgewood, Queens for that. It's like <laughs> the most famous meatball sandwich shop and my boss is gonna kill me. That feels like the shittiest viral marketing ever. Like, not a Vinetti's meatball sub. Oh no. Allow me. From Vinetti's? <laughs> I got an Instagram about this. Hashtag Vinetti's is best. <laughs> Except, you know, that'd be something shitty like Wendy's or something. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be Vinetti's. It'd be like, Wendy's has well, meatball sandwiches. No, now I want to combine <laughs> hyping a restaurant I like with your cake drop. <laughs> oh, okay. It's going to be a 12-pack of Sticky's Chicken Fingers. Yeah, drop. Sticky's Chicken Fingers are fantastic. They're actually really good. They Let's didn't pay below. us, but they want to pay us. I'll take their money. I'll take your money. Or pay us some chicken fingers. Yeah. A 12-pack of stickies <laughs> chicken fingers all over the crown. 
I went all the way out to East Midtown for these. Oh my god. I need my twenty two dollars. Yeah. That there you go. That's the perfect grift. Mm-hmm. Give a little boost to stickies. Get yourself twenty two oh, bucks. Convince stickies it's viral marketing and then pocket the stuff myself, get paid two ways. Like You're good at grifting. It. We should just be screw the podcast. Let's just become grifters. So this has been the last episode <laughs> of the Gender Rebels because we've decided to stop confessing our brilliant crimes via podcast. Check back in next week for the <laughs> Grifter Rebels. <laughs> if we could get a microphone in prison, we're gonna come right at you and warn you away from the grifting. There is life. how else does Ed Kemper record his audiobooks? This is true. There is a no, there is a prison podcast. It is called Ear Hustle. A lot okay. of people like it very oh, much. Okay. Link down below. Um, yeah, please don't grift. Okay, you're just bad. You you would not. I be don't want to. I don't. I would not be good in jail. And, I don't want to go to jail at all. And if you flee, you know that's a whole other episode. What are you going to do if you flee the country? I don't want to go to jail because, like, I feel like when they arrest you, they make you like hang out in the back of the squad car like all day. Really? And I'd have to pee. Yeah. You know, because I'm on... That's your biggest concern. I'm on... No, that's one of several concerns. I'm on Spyro, and so... No, I already mentioned the food and the lack of privacy. And the noise. And the noise. Apparently the smell is really bad. I heard that. I heard that. The Orange is New Black book, they talk about it a lot. Link down below. It's actually better than the show. But the show is pretty good, too. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hated Piper. I hated Piper. Everyone hated Piper. Piper ruined the show for me. That was the point. You're supposed to love everyone else. No, but I hated the show because I hated Piper so much. You're lost. I couldn't keep watching. I only watched three episodes because I hated Piper so much. Mm. The rest of us were watching... I know. What's her name? All the other ones. No, but what's her name? The Vern Cox. No, the smoking hot one. Come on. Scientologist. Yes. Laura Prepon. Laura Prepon. Okay. You were distracted by No, Piper. there's a whole cast of talented people. Anyway. It was actually, it, it actually was a very talented cast of people. They had Kate Mulgrew, they had Laverne Cox, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of good people on that show. Well, thanks for listening to the Orange is the New Black <laughs> podcast, featuring one person who hates the show. <laughs> we will talk to you next time, everybody. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. Please leave a five star review on iTunes and send your questions to questions at gender or find us on Twitter at the gender rebels. Music for the gender rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.
about this, but I'm thinking about our listeners. And again, I only I was only able to win legal battle because of um gosh. I, pause for a mm-hmm. second. We'll mm-hmm. delete this pause. Hi, Rocket. You're such a cute boy. You're such a sweet little dog. You were made of brown velvet, love and hunger. Um, I was lucky that, you know, I didn't do anything, really, on this. I filled out some forms and, and did a deposition for mm-hmm. this legal fight. 